Hello everyone and welcome to a new episode of Lost in Translation. This time we'll be covering Digimon Ghost Game episode 50, Payback. I'm May and I'm joined by the absolutely fantabulous Chloe. Oh, fancy. Hello. This time I just think I just made up a word instead of looking one up. But in any case, so the equally fantabulous Quinn is not joining us this time. She has been busy with work, schoolwork, I believe, mm-hmm. and uh, we're giving her a week off to focus on that. And by week off, I mean today off. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so it'll just be the two of us this week, but we'll have Quinn back next time and she'll give us her thoughts on this episode oh, in gosh. the next time that she's on. I so, can't wait to hear what Quinn thinks of this episode. Yeah, honestly, I feel like she's going to say the word wild at least once. <laughs> You're probably right. Which I feel like is the most safe prediction I've ever made <laughs> in the history of this podcast. It's and I've there. had some like I've had some wild predictions. Oh, there I go. I'm using the word now. Ah. But uh, I feel like I feel like that's a safe one. It's a uh, Leomon will die level of safe, you think? But then Leomon didn't die in colon, so... Oh, okay. I was just trying to to make the Digimon in-joke to feel like I belong, but I don't know anything about Digimon. Well, that is right. Leomon does die and was actually surprised that he didn't die in colon. Uh, It was a bit of a... Yeah, it was a bit of a surprise there, so he got to live for once, but he definitely (laughs) should have died at one point, and I'm fairly certain that he did die, and the writers just forgot. But in any (laughs) case, Ghost Game. So this week we had a character called Riku introduced, and he's quite lonely. His friends have just left for a trip of some kind, I believe, and this attracts the attention of an equally lonely, not equally lovely, as I almost said, Poochimon. <laughs> and this Poochimon uh, keeps on helping Riku out in various social interactions, but always wants something in return, which I feel like we've all had friends like that who are just like, hey, yep. I did this thing for you, now you have to do it. So it kind of like... Yeah. This episode kind of hit because I've, I've had a few friends who were just like, hey, remember when I did this? Mm-hmm. Well, you didn't do anything for me in return. I'm like, yeah, but I, I, you know, I showed you that I was thankful and like some people just want exactly the same sort of thing in return. Like they're not going yeah. <laughs> to, like it, it's, it, they treat it like a transaction. Mm-hmm. So this episode was kind of like, I don't know, I feel like, th- I feel like this is going to like it's make a gonna... few kids realize that they've got some not so good friends yeah it's probably gonna hit home for some people (laughs) yeah i mean it hit hit home for me like there's always and i feel like it's a common thing that there's just a lot of people sadly in this world who will do good things to get some form of repayment rather than just like do a good thing because Mm -hmm. it is nice to do good things yep uh, so Poochimon wants repayment, but doesn't just want repayment in a way of like, oh, you help me out, here, have some chocolate, just as like, which is, I would say, a normal, normal thing. If mm-hmm. somebody does something to help me, I might, um, for example, I, I house sat the, uh, or rather the dog came here and I looked after my neighbor's dog last weekend, last long weekend, and they gave me some macadamia nuts, like some chocolate oh, macadamia nice. nuts. I'm like, that's so nice. Yeah. Like, we didn't expect anything, and we really just like dogs. Mm-hmm. So we were just happy to have an extra dog. Uh, but they, they gave us something, and it's, you know, just not a huge, huge thing, but it's just it's mm-hmm. just chocolate. And that's, that's, I feel like, is a fair, like, it's not a transaction, but if you want to show someone that you're thankful, usually the normal way is to, you know, maybe buy them a gift or something. Yeah, just do something and that's nice. What, yeah. yeah. 
some, something small. It doesn't have to be big. It just sort of shows, hey, you did that thing and I appreciated it. Here's something to show. Mm-hmm. Here's a physical object that I can show you that I'm thankful. And that's what Riku does. He's like, hey, okay, you help me out in this situation. Have some chocolate. And Poochimon rejects this. He's like, no, it needs to be the same. It needs to be the exact same. He doesn't accept this sort of, like, means of, like, a transactional, like, word of thanks. So... Uh, Riku says, okay, I'll make it up to you in another way. And, uh, and Poochimon's like, okay, and he starts counting. And this keeps on happening, and Poochimon eventually evolves into May Crackmon, which is a terrible name considering my birth name's May, <laughs> but also is sort of a surprise of an evolution. I knew that there was an evolution this episode because of the episode guide listings saying that Poochimon was going to evolve. But I thought it was just going to be Poochimon changing colour to the green variant of Poochimon. So I thought it was going to be boring, but it, it wasn't. It was a surprise. So anyway, we have May Crackmon, who continues to help Riku, but is sort of more threatening as the episode goes on. Riku then explains that he can't thank her in the same way that she's like doing tasks for him, because he's a human and he's completely different. But May Crackmon takes this as an opportunity to try to make Riku's nails like claws by making him scratch them against the wall and, like, pulls on his ears so their ears look the same, which is kind of freaky. Mm -hmm. And he obviously runs off. Then we have Kyoshiro and Hiro try to help out. They do the compulsory Digimon battle fight. And the, this ends with them explaining to May Crackmon that Digimon humans are different. You can be friends, but you've got to accept that they are different and there's things that Digimon can do that a human can't, and vice versa. May Crackmon is very emotional about this and ends up telling Riku that she hates him and that they can't be friends anymore, and then leaves. Yeah. <laughs> Which is like, I feel, that was a surprising takeaway. I thought that she was going to, like maybe still run off to be emotional and maybe she will come back at some point to, I don't know, say that she's sorry, but it just, like, I don't like the idea of her being out, like, in the open. Yeah, I feel like that's de- no, this is a dangerous like, Digimon. They, they said, uh, you know, they, they talked to her and she said, I understand now and she just lied through her teeth apparently. <laughs> her big, sharp, pointy teeth, yes. Yeah. He's like, oh, I understand now, and then went back and just yelled at him and stormed off. And then he gave the most, like, haha, laugh through the pain smile I've ever seen. Uh, it was. Yeah, it was sad. It was so much. And he's lonely again. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so that's the synopsis. And now time to discuss the discussion. So what are our highlights this week? Uh, I thought I felt like they did a really good job of making me sympathize with a character that I'd never seen before in like less than five lines of dialogue. Like at the very beginning, I think it was that like you know uh, he either he moved or his friends moved away to a different like school from like going from elementary school to middle school or something maybe or middle school yeah. or high school. I have no idea how old these kids are supposed to be, but like. I got the impression more that it was like they go to different schools now rather than they're just going on a trip. But anyway, being like the, yeah, you yeah, know, that. oh, you miss us that much? You haven't made friends here? And then him being like, I'm not lonely or anything. And I was like, oh, poor baby. Yeah, the, the looking through the photos. Yeah. Like, I, I think well, everyone's looked through photos when they're being, of things, of happier times, when they're sad, which has made them just sadder because like, oh, I'm sad. And <laughs> it's, 
like I I was really sympathetic to this character. They really introduced him in like a a great kind of way, and yeah. like Im- immediately I just I sympathized with him. You don't so that shows that you can have a human of the week and <laughs> actually give him a character. And we've had a, quite a few of these characters, like uh, the ca- I forgot his name, but the Ajataramon episode, yeah. which was fairly similar to this episode, I I. Got his like him as a character, so I I like when we have these new characters and they've actually almost developed enough to be their own characters in even just one episode mm-hmm. or like five lines. Yeah, so that was neat. Um, other than that, just the whole like very manipulative friendship vibe of the whole episode was just pretty scary. Um, not yeah. in the way that you know some of the other episodes have been, but. In a in a bit of a you know like oh yeah that uh, I feel uncomfortable watching this. <laughs> yeah, I mean take the the whole Digimon aspect out of the equation, and this is just like one of those episodes where it's just real human horror. Like yeah. this is just something that is again take out the Digimon and the evolution aspect. This is like a realistic episode. Mm-hmm. It feels like it could As be I an episode of-, of Black Mirror almost. <laughs> Yeah, almost. Like, at the, I mean, as I mentioned at the start of the episode, there are people who who are very, like, scarily common who will treat any interaction or any time they help you as, like, a transaction. Like, they mm-hmm. will not do things out of the goodness of their heart or they're wanting to help their fellow human or human, if, if you will. But I, I feel like that's what's scary about it. Like, this is... Again, take out the Digimon. Obviously, yeah, Digimon don't exist, whatever, but just replace Poochimon with just a human mm-hmm. of the same age as the main characters or whatever. And you've just got a realistic, like, slice-of-life episode where there's just a, a terrible person who is just like, I helped you. Mm-hmm. You have to give me something now. And even this, like, doesn't want something small, wants, like... An actual one to one, and yeah. I just I I've, I've known so many people like like that, and that's just it's sad. They're very common, mm-hmm. and that's just a and that kind of made me like sad in this episode. Yeah, like I thought that maybe I just didn't like this episode, but no, I think I did like this episode. I think I was just it, it hit me in the way that it I feel like it was actually meant to hit me. It made me sad. It made me think about that there are just people here in this world who are just not good and uh-huh. everything's a transaction and it's just yeah that 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 that, that hit very hard like mm-hmm. harder than a, the, <laughs> this is meant to be like this is meant to be your horror theme show where things are just like the go bump in the night and then just mm-hmm. you know giant vampires and demons and things that want to hurt you not realistic <laughs> things that people do that hurt you like things that the ghosts and demons that they can't really hurt you they don't exist in real life but th- these humans do mm-hmm. like uh this is real horror i hold out hope dark. that at least one person is now rethinking how they interact with their friends as a result of this episode but yeah i'm i'm with you i'm worried that someone's gonna be sitting there and going what was the problem poochimon deserved repayment <laughs> like well, I, yeah, I feel like there's the... gonna be one person <laughs> thinking that oh yeah that's definitely probably the more likely outcome is this was a dumb episode the conflict didn't make any sense when you know i i just hope i hold out hope for people to uh introspect oh absolutely and i hope that that does that or at least i hope that this episode makes someone think that maybe they're not being treated fairly even yeah. if maybe they're not the person doing it maybe they've seen it or maybe someone's doing it to them and maybe that can give them a perspective of just like there are just people like that in this world mm-hmm. and there shouldn't be so you know if you 
if someone is acting like everything is a transaction, uh, just in just doing good tasks, uh, it's it's not. It's nice to be thanked. I'm not saying that you should never thank someone or never if not give like a small gift to say thanks. That's just a nice thing to do. But it's when you expect it or if even the small gift is isn't enough. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's just oh, it's just a it's just a sad thing, and it's just yeah. This episode was emotional, and I I feel like this episode was similar to the Ajatara one episode a lot. And I feel I mm-hmm. I think you you in the last week's episode even said that this could be similar to it, right? That vaguely rings a bell, but I'll be honest, I don't remember. Well, somebody said it, yeah. and now watching this, I'm like, it is very similar to the Ajatama episode. We have a Digimon of the week obsessed with the Humon of the week, and does, like, really creepy things. It ends differently, so it's not, Yeah, it like... doesn't end in a digi-suicide, but... <laughs> yeah, and I, I was worried. Like, the whole episode, I was like, this this is... I'm gonna hate this episode, because it's just going to be the Ajatama episode again. I, no, see, I was thinking, and... oh, no, she's gonna go all Yandere and actually kill him or something. So I'm glad that that yeah, didn't oh, yeah. happen. Look, I was, yeah, I was actually kind of, like... I want to say I don't want to say hoping, but because because that sounds awful. Yeah. But in, in terms of like an episode being good and making me feel things, other than just like the realistic horror, um, that could that was a possibility, and I wouldn't have I wouldn't have hated that. I just didn't want it to go the same direction as the Ajatara mm-hmm. episode did, and it didn't. It was. Oh yeah, I'd have, unique to that. I'd have been super on board for if that had been where it had gone, but like. That is that's that's just too dark for a, a kid oh, show. Yeah, I think it's, it's exceptionally dark. Yeah. It is very very dark. There's no way they but, would ever do it, but that would have been pretty sick. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I feel like if any show does would do that, I feel like it'd be Ghost Game. We've we've had ah. this year this season. We've had like the uh, the people coming out of the house that's on fire, and they just are disintegrated in front of our eyes. Like that. That was in Ghost Game. But that's like a supernatural so, death, you know? If it's literally like, just, you know, jealous lover literally kills object of affection, that's that's a little too real, I feel like. Yeah, yeah, you know, you're right. That would have been too much, yeah. Yeah, taking it back to the, the human horror aspect of it, yeah, yeah, that would have been, that would have been another layer of realistic human horror. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just but, a little bit more yeah. than they want to, like... That that would legitimately traumatize some kids, I think, and I think they they, <laughs> yeah, they don't want to like, do that. Yeah, now I think about, it, I think that would have probably traumatized me. That would have been hard. Like, oh yeah, the, the suicide in the Ajataramon episode. That's that, traumatized some kids. I guarantee yeah, you. Like that didn't traumatize me, but it definitely did make me feel uncomfortable and unsettled. Like mm-hmm. I I felt like I needed a lie down and just <laughs> I I don't know. I I was very anxious and very you know, emotional after that moment. So, yeah, good good point. Maybe it's best that the episode ended the way it did. Mm-hmm. But also, I guess we might have May Crackmon back again. Uh, but, I, yeah. A- yeah, any other highlights? Because I, I feel like I like this episode more I'm talk- the more and more I talk about it. Now I think about it in, like, the reason why I felt emotional and, like, kind of, like, disturbed in this episode. Like, it wasn't because this episode was bad. It was because just, like... Again, human trauma of just bad people existing. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't played 
Kingdom Hearts, so I'm going to mess this up, I'm sure, but I feel now, obligated to make we're, we're, this. We're, Chloe, huh? Chloe, we're, we're, we're the only two people in the world who haven't seen Kingdom Hearts, and we're about to make Kingdom Hearts references. Only because I'm legally obligated to in Quinn's stead, uh, because the, the smiling through the pain thing, I think, is like exactly something that happened in Kingdom Hearts, and I know that Quinn would make a Kingdom Hearts joke here, so for all of you listeners out there who know Kingdom Hearts, pretend like I just made that joke real good. Um, I mean, it, so that was isn't there also, yeah, isn't there also a character called Riku in Kingdom Hearts, or am oh, I just yeah, making Oh yeah, I think, up? so there's Riku and there's Riku, maybe? I can't remember if they're both in Kingdom Hearts or not. It's, I, I don't know. There's at least well, one Riku, though, yeah. Yeah, this is just a sitting there going, hmm, Kingdom Hearts, that sure is the franchise that, again, we're the only two people in existence mm-hmm. who haven't played that game. When you can never any listen of to the this games? episode. Yep, yeah, never I'm, any I'm of sorry. the games. Li- yeah, I'm sorry, literally everyone else in the world. Yeah, we need the uh, the Kingdom Hearts uh, representation of Quinn. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, any other highlights? Uh, I think that covered all of mine. It was just a really, yeah. like, spooky emotional manipulate gaslighty episode and that it was spooky but also a little much yeah yeah um any any lowlights because like i had that it just made me i mean i i thought i would just didn't like the episode but again i think i was just sad uh so i don't know if i have any lowlights i have i, I think a yep, couple uh which um first of all this episode created at least five new furries um so that oh absolutely like that's something why, but i don't like may crackmon's design because i feel like i don't feel like her her breasts are and an anatomy uh, i can't even speak anatomically it's so warm in here. no but also you're and, uh, extremely correct i was like oh gosh they really wanted to give this digimon boobs yeah it's just I, and i feel like too many of the shots focused on the boobs mm-hmm. i actually have a miscellaneous just... thought about that later <laughs> Okay, but um, uh, yeah, so I, I, I mean, it, why, why is your low light more furries? Like, I feel like furries are fine. Uh, it was mostly just a little tongue-in-cheek joke. That, that is fair. But um, another low light was that I really hated when we got the view from inside his mouth when they were doing the spoon-feeding each other thing. That yeah, was awful. Oh, I think I blanked that out of my mind. I, yeah, you're, you're right. Mm-hmm. But I, I feel like that was meant to be unsettling i feel like that that was completely on purpose that they oh probably but made, i still hated it <laughs> like that that scene was uncomfortable because they're trying to the writers are trying to make you feel like the other people who are watching and witnessing that in like real time so they're making it deeply unsettling and just like yeah i, I feel like these writers know how to like get under my skin mm-hmm yeah. Um, also, um, a less important low light, but it did kind of make me roll my eyes when Gammon was like, "I'll follow May," and then evolves into his slowest Evo and just kind of yeah. trots along <laughs> instead of flying after, maybe or something. I yeah, I feel like they're just trying to make the counts, the evolution counts, more equal now. Oh yeah, yeah, cause because there's like literally no reason to ever use Wesen Gammon. The other two are just better. Yeah, like, and I love Chaos Gammon. If it were me, I would always be using that because I just mm-hmm. feel like that's a really cool design. Um, but, uh, and then my last low light is that I'm always just pretty uncomfortable with like human Digimon relate, like romantically charged relationships, and also hate the Yandere stuff. 
Um, but yeah, it's just, I always, I always feel a little weird about it. Cause I'm like, let, let, um, let me collect my thoughts here. Many episodes have the, you know, whole reason the episode is happening be because the Digimon fundamentally misunderstands something about the human world. So I feel very uh, skeptical that there could ever be a like truly consensual relationship there because I feel like they're just on like such fundamentally different pages. I mean, I feel like this series has been showing us why that doesn't work because every time that they have show have two characters who have that kind of maybe relationship, it has gone exceptionally wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess with the um uh with the exception of the grandma and Koemon slash Monmon, the little monkey dude. Uh, yeah, I feel yeah. like that but that was just like an upsetting look of like, hey, they can be friends, but Digimon don't really die of old age and humans do. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's kind of like a what happens to the Digimon if the Digimon isn't killed in battle or killed with illness or the few ways that Digimon can die. So that is a look of that, I guess. But in the other cases, we have a Jataramon who had a toxic infatuation with the Human of the Week, Mm -hmm. and we have the similar story in this week's episode. So I don't necessarily count that as a lowlight. In fact, one of my miscellaneous thoughts was I'm happy that they've sort of shown that these these two can't really have... Like, these two species, like a human and a Digimon, they can't have... They can have, like, a partnership Uh, in battle and in saving the world, but they can't have anything... If I felt like they were doing better about holding themselves to that, I would agree. But then we've also had Jellymon literally, like, get into a fight with another girl over Kiyoshiro, and they haven't really done anything to... Uh, I don't think that's necessarily been painted in, like, a uh, this is a good thing to do. And I feel like this episode even kind of referenced that in the way where Jellymon's just like, yeah, me and Darling get along really well, and Kiyoshiro looks away. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I feel like that's... The writers are doing that on purpose. Like, they're saying that Digimon can have really, like, unhealthy feelings towards humans in the same way that Gammon Dark evolves when he gets emotional. I know mm. we, the first case was because Bokemon died and Hero was in danger. But the other times have been, like, Hero is, de- is like, dying, basically, and Gullus Gammon appears. So that's sort of in another way. This, like, this is an overreaction. It, it's not necessarily a good thing. So yeah. I, I feel like that's all on purpose. I guess, especially with the if, Jellymon moment. If well, if it is, I wish they would make it more clear then that like what Jellymon's whole thing is isn't healthy because like they keep doing it, but you know, at least in this case, they you know said, hey, you know, sometimes humans can't do all the things that you can do. They made it kind of clear that like, hey, this is not healthy. But they haven't, like, been making it explicitly clear like that with Jellymon. I'm, I'm hoping that they do more in the future in terms of that. Because mm-hmm. I, f- I felt like they did sort of hint at that. But you're right, it's not, like, it's nothing clear enough. But I, I still feel like they hinted at it slightly. Which, yeah. I'm, I'm okay with that. Because I, I feel like they wouldn't be compatible as anything other than what we've seen in other seasons. But this series is kind of showing us, hey, what if... They went beyond what we know of the relationship between a Digimon and a human. And it it's, tends to be fairly unsettling and uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that covered all my lowlights. Okay, so who was your favourite character? 
<sighs> I I regret to inform you that it's going to be a non-answer this week, I think. Oh, really? Who'd you yeah, think? I didn't really like any of the characters this week, and I tried for like... 15 minutes to decide on who was the character that I disliked the least this episode and it was like either like at least in in a in a sympathetic way as like sorta but I don't know I he he just kind of existed throughout the episode he didn't really like do all that much to <sighs> oh that that's fair I don't know Honestly, For whatever reason, same. I don't I, want to I give it to, to Riku, and I'm not sure why, but I don't. So instead, I'm going to give it to um, Saleta from uh, Gundam, the Witch from Mercury. I've not I've not seen that, but I will write it down. I watched the first episode a little bit before we started recording. I'm just going to write Gundam reference. Okay. In the same way that I've got Evangelion reference. That's fair. Um, in terms of my pick, I picked... I was going to pick Riku... But like you, I actually struggled because nobody really had a a character in this, like, or at least a character that meant much to mm-hmm. the episode. Uh, so I gave it to another Wormon evolution, as in like Pushimon is a Wormon evolution. We had Shadramon a few episodes ago, which was pretty cool. So I'm just I'm, but I'm not even I'm not even writing Poochimon. I'm just writing another Wormon evolution as my entry. So which is a non-answer, and I I feel like I've not really okay. No, apparently I have given a non-answer before, in episode forty. So ten episodes ago, I said every dog, <laughs> and that was apparently my answer. I've <laughs> also excellent. picked sm- yeah because th- there were dogs in that in the uh, the Calmaramon episode, which was the the spinny one. Oh yeah. Um, in episode 43, I specifically picked Small Eismon, <laughs> but uh, otherwise I've I've picked characters, and apparently I picked Edramon twice, but with an exclamation mark. Uh, so <laughs> That's, that tracks. There is that. Yeah, that does track. So, uh, yeah, my answer was a Wormon evolution. What about rating out of five? What did you give it? I think I'm going to give it, like, a two. It was... Yeah, that, that is Yeah, I, I just... As a wise Gammon would say, it just kind of gave me bad vibes, and I wasn't a huge fan. It wasn't terrible, but uh, it was eh, not not my yeah, favorite I, episode. I gave it a three. Um, I, I I feel like it's a it it deserves a three. I kind of went back and forth because I wasn't really sure about how this episode made me feel, and now that I've established, okay, it made me feel things because it was meant to. But I still am just giving it a three. It, it was a good episode. It was a good three. But it it gets a three. Uh, in terms of ranking, we can't do overall because we don't have Quinn's answers. Mm-hmm. But in terms of my own overall ranking, I'm putting it in 35th place, which is between episode 25, Crimson Banquet, and episode 28, Face Taker. So... Yeah, it, it's, I feel like that's a fair place for it. Chloe, where are we putting it in yours? Uh, so, let's see here. Without knowing which ones, without like having the, the Excel to compare ranks here, I'm just kind of spitballing it where it's going to go, but I'm going to put it uh, one, two, three, four, fifth from last above episode six, The Cursed Song. And hopefully that's about where the rest of my twos are. That That is fair. Um, yeah, and unfortunately, my Excel file, which I send through, decided that it didn't want to copy in a nice format like it always did. So I just, I'll find a better way to do it for next time that makes it easier. 
But uh, yeah, so that's it for ranking. What are our miscellaneous thoughts? I don't have any that I haven't already mentioned. Uh, I definitely noticed for some reason this time when uh, in Tethysmon's evolution sequence, the camera sure just kind of pauses on her boobs for a bit. Oh no, it always, I'm pretty sure it always does that. Oh, I know, but I didn't notice it until today. Yeah, I just, I wish it wouldn't. Yep, oh, big same. Now that we're done discussing this week's episode, let's move on to Postmon predictions and uh, pondering. So over onto YouTube, we have Narumi first up, who says they think the episode, the writers just wanted to celebrate Halloween again, but they could have had a different motivation and ending because it was yet the same episode as episode four, which was basically what we we had. Uh, we have Sacrific Abomat, who says that it was an okay episode for Halloween. They think they wanted to tone down the body horror aspects a bit and have a bit of more fun for Halloween. They're still kind of scared of the Mushroom on episode and how graphic that got. That's yeah. totally reasonable. Yeah. Uh, and they say that what's honestly got them really hyped was the preview for the next episode. They think they were definitely reading their mind because they wanted to see Meikumon from episode 32 return and fight Girls Gammon as May Crackmon. Unfortunately, that's not what happened. It wasn't the Meikumon from episode 32, which is sad. Uh, I thought it was going to be, but it was just Poochimon evolving. But it was still pretty cool to see May Crackmon, even though her name is that. Uh, next, we have Geonuckles, who says that episode 49 reminded them of what it's like if Digimon Ghost Game did a crossover with Little Witch Academia. I have, I'm also just realizing that I'm reading the comments from my video rather than the podcast, so my apologies for that. <laughs> I realized just then when I noticed that the thumbnail didn't look right. Um, Anyway, so um, back onto it because we have to finish soonish because the Zoom recording is cutting out in a few minutes. Uh, Daxio says that the bit with the vomiting up the rats was to make sure that we didn't think Richmond was really a bad guy. See, the victims are totally fine. She didn't hurt anyone. I feel like that is exactly what the writers thought, but that's not a good excuse. And uh, Chaos Blood Ninja also agrees that that's probably what that means. Then we have Geozaga, who says they personally give the episode a 4 out of 5, as the episode was more fun compared to the original Halloween episode. The background holograms were cool and colourful. Absolutely agree. It was a really pretty episode. Mm -hmm. uh, they also says they don't get why we were saying how the group didn't need to be there, and had they not been there, they would have just been Witchmon and plenty of time to construct the castle. There's also the chance that making the castle, she would have kept her powers. She herself said that she knows that her powers would diminish when Halloween was over, so it was clear that she wanted to have a backup to keep her more powerful. Pretty nice, though, and got another hint of plot with the Dark Conqueror comment. Um, I, I still feel like she might not have had enough time because it felt very tight, but I guess that maybe that was what the show was trying to do. I'm not sure. Then we have Lazy Crocodile says the episode was okay. Definitely Witchmon carried in their opinion. The costumes of the characters were super cute though. Next episode, I hope it's sad. You're right, it was sad for different reasons. Yeah. Um, we also have Duskyo who says that they feel like the only female characters might be because Witchmon and Wizmon have a rivalry. Um, I'm not sure is that because the Magical Witches virtual pet series has also has Wizardmon, so I, I feel like they could have just as easily had uh, more men in this episode, but in any case, that that's a fair point if it was, but Wizardmon was in the episode. Uh, next we have KG, who says the episode was fairly weak, but they can't be too hard on it because of their huge Witchmon bias. She's cool and way underused in comparison to Wizardmon. Yeah, totally agree. 
Uh, Narumi says the episode was kind of mad. Last year's episode was better. And lastly, we have JC105 saying, having grown up watching Bewitched, they thought all witches were females, while the male ones were called warlocks. Maybe which one couldn't overcome the power of outdated binary gender assignment? Maybe. And that's it for Postmon Pat. We have a few minutes left. What are our thoughts about the series so far? It's good. It's good. Yeah. Having some emotions. And predictions for next week's episode, episode 51, Headless, looks absolutely horrifying. Yeah, I'm curious to see where the headlessness comes into things, because it was just talking about, like, you know, oh, moving a, you know, presumably cursed family heirloom to somewhere you shouldn't. So, I'm interested to see where losing the heads comes in. Alright, so thanks for joining us for this week's episode of Lost in Translation on, as we covered episode 50, Payback. You can join us next time for episode 51, Headless. You can check out the link dump linked in the description, and you can contact us and stay updated. You can leave us a comment on this episode on YouTube to join in the conversation, and for a full list of ways to find the podcast across the internet, such as YouTube, TikTok, Twitch, and Twitter, head over to Linktree, which is linktr.ee slash lostintranslationmon. And if you enjoy the podcast or videos or even my silly little tweets, you can show your support by signing up on Patreon and get some cool rewards and help us hit some milestones. And thank you to our current supporters on Patreon, Stephen Reeves, who is Wild and C4 on our cover own, Kadawashi Chisai, who can follow on Twitter at Chisai236, Nubu, who says you should follow Chisai on Twitter at Chisai236, Lismet, who is a Lekmon on Tumblr, Nicholas Amory from Gone Will Hunting, a Hunter Hunter Rewatch podcast, Magnus Lucas, Jason105, Patrick Jason, Shelby Digital Hazard, who is on Twitch at The Digital Hazard, Alemus Tropimon, and Vimon Tamer. You can also make a one donation on PayPal, which we found linked in the description. It's paypal.me slash Erdramon. You can also donate to me on my coffee account, ko-fi.com slash Erdra. And that's it for this week's podcast. Thank you so much for joining me this time, Chloe. Yeah, you're welcome. And and we did it in the Zoom time. We did. So yeah, we actually we have can... about two minutes left. I just realized that it gives me a countdown clock. So that, that's exciting. We can relax well, we for the last it. two minutes. But you did speed through that. That was impressive. Well done. Well, we're done. That's all. That's all the topics we have to discuss anyway. So cool. uh, I, I feel like we timed that pretty well. Yeah. All right. So we will see you on the next one. Bye. Bye.